Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Welcome to the Sherlock's Weekly Highlights podcast with me, Georgie Corridge-Cole. This week, I'm joined by Charlotte Collins, Astrid Carter and Tor Cardona. So first of all, well, we've had a bit of a drama here this morning, haven't we? We've had a guy basically scale our roof, terrify everybody in the office, mm-hmm. and then very sadly fall or jump from the second floor. And you're very dramatic. He's alive, but everyone's feeling a bit shell-shocked. So we're going to talk about nice things to take our mind off it, like holidays. So Tor, you've just been on a lovely long holiday. Yeah. You're looking very well. Thanks. No, it's so nice. It's over two weeks, which was really lovely. Um, but I feel like my tan just fades so quickly. I've only been back like a few days, but... Um, I know, it makes you yeah, think, why do you even bother? I know, I do think that. But it is worth it because everything is better with the tan. As a beauty editor, did you lie in the sun? I did, absolutely. <laughs> do you put your face in the sun? With Factor 50 and a hat, like... Oh, okay. Okay. Well, so not really, then. With a hat and a baseball hat. But, yeah, I do wear Factor 50. Do you wear your face in the sun? Yeah, with a cloak over my head. No, 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 I do, I do. Where were you on holiday? In the south of Spain. Um, My dad's from Gibraltar, so super south. And we've got um, a place just up the coast. Lovely. um, Which is really nice. Lovely. Two weeks. Yeah, two weeks. Two weeks feels like a real luxury, I think. Really switch off, I think. Um, and what else then have we been up to? Charlotte, how was your hair? Hair was really fun. So I was on a hair this weekend that I've been organising for what feels like forever. Like, did I you organise it? Did yeah, you? I organised it with two other friends. And one of the things she asked for was no stripper. She was like, absolutely no stripper. I'm not sure why she's not approved. So what we did instead, we also have kind of a bit of a private joke about dominatrix with her. So we got a dominatrix in for to do a session on the 10. Not to do, oh a, not to do an actual dominatrix session, I hasten to add. But, you know, to teach us the ways. First of all, it's really hard to find a dominatrix if anyone wants a card I'll give it to you because honestly <laughs> no, googling, like, <laughs> googling dominatrix London for a hen doesn't so get you what she's a dominatrix teacher so, profession, no she's a professional dominatrix that is like her oh my career God, this is she, yeah, you will love this she has, a, she has a yeah, oh my God, 100% interviewing her like she's fascinating so she has a PhD in like fetish studies or something like she's, where do you study for a PhD no idea but she is she's Holland. super bright <laughs> she's like super bright super switched on like you wouldn't know I mean she looks a little bit kooky I suppose but like you would have no idea she's really like on the ball she hates it she's grey so I didn't wish to kind of compare it to that but you know that's kind of most of our understanding sort of of what like a, you know how it works with like a submissive and a dominant so she has some people who have been her submissives for like 12 years she goes on holiday with them like they are so, regular so she's clients. paid by people yes. to be the dominatrix to, do, to be a dominatrix and to yeah to be to make them subservient to her she doesn't sell any of herself for sex so she doesn't I mean she literally the first thing she sat down she was like I don't do blowjobs I don't have sex no penetration like she's quite like bollocks do you reckon she don't really do doesn't? this yeah, I really I do like I, I genuinely I really believe her I bet if the price is right yeah. oh I don't know <laughs> maybe maybe and then she sat each person in like a hot seat everybody was each person was blindfolded like one at a time and she had enough equipment that each person could like hold something blindfolded and have to guess what it was I mean this stuff is things that like I suppose if you have no understanding of that world you couldn't even begin to get there in your imagination if you tried like I was telling these guys yesterday one thing that it looked like a long belt like a studded belt and it's to strap a shoe into somebody's mouth if they have a foot fetish 
like stuff like that that you would just never your brain wouldn't go there Charlotte mentioned that there's this guy who comes to her and sits under her desk for six hours and she just gets on with her stuff <laughs> so when, when he's in town be with her feet yeah <laughs> literally I swear but then I don't understand like then they must what then he just goes away and then he <laughs> just goes away yeah, is he exactly. having a wank under the desk well, well, presumably, presumably. so yeah she says that they kind of hit gratification like you know if that's kind of six how it goes hours. yeah but that's just he's taking some wine but like honestly Georgie some of this equipment was so graphic like ball clamps and skin staplers and all of these things that are just like what's a skin what stapler it's literally okay you know at school those those staplers that like go into yeah. the wall a staple gun at school so. yeah no but the ones that go into the wall as opposed to like together a hardcore staple yeah, gun it's a staple gun is it no it's different whatever it's one sided as opposed it's to a staple gun. gun I'm sure okay so a staple <laughs> gun it's literally a sta- it's like a medical staple gun so like what people have for their stitches oh, like, that's not okay. okay I know it's it's they staple that into their body yeah <gasps> into- I actually had staples when I had my back operation yes, and like, no one would ever want to have that mm-hmm. them. but these people do Fascinating. So was it a success? Yeah, I mean, it was amazing. Everybody loved it. I think nobody had been... We had been warned before that she was quite... Like, everybody had to be kind of game. And everybody was. It became just a Q&A session, essentially. Everybody was just fascinated yeah, by the Yeah, I saw the bloody masterclass. Yeah, like, I literally. We grilled everything. her. Completely grilled her. And, and she's up for big grills. Totally. Right, interview. We'll do, definitely. Here we go. Brilliant. Ashley, what about you? Well, well, you've been up to <laughs> much, much more tame than that, I can tell you. Um, I wasn't very well, so I just had a Netflix binge. But um, I don't know if anyone's seen the new Netflix original series called friends from college so someone texted me this morning no. like you need to watch this new show and I was like no way somebody said that work it's yeah. so good so basically it's um, from the director of um, Get Into The Greek Getting Sarah Marshall and basically it's about six friends they're kind of approaching their 40s approaching that era of, um, era of their lives um, we're all friends from Harvard and some of them are like finding success some have found success some are losing success some are having babies, some are trying to have babies. It's all those kind of like day-to-day things that people of that um, age would come across. Um, but it's just really amazingly written. And Is it a comedy? Comedy, but goes into like really like nitty-gritty Maybe everyday friends. stuff. Isn't nothing like Friends? I mean, modern, it's, it's a modern kind of version like of Friends. friends. In, yeah, a modern version, grown-up version. Yeah, it does. Um, and the fact that all the characters are like so clearly defined and written so well. But yeah, you you have oh to watch it. Anyone that we know, you'll recognise some of the people. Like I recognised a few of the actresses, but no one massive. Will you write a review um, for the site? Yeah, I was going to say we should definitely write a piece on it. And I love that. That sounds mm. great. The Guardian actually wrote a really cool piece on it called um, "Why Gen- Generation X Can't Grow Up." So. Ah, I will. Can we just talk about Game of Thrones for a minute? Because I have never watched Game of Thrones. A friend of mine who I put in the same camp as me as not being a kind of Game of Thrones kind of person, about a year ago suddenly went underground because she discovered (laughs) Game of Thrones. And now it's back. And everyone is like, do I watch Love Island? Do I watch Game of Thrones? I'm like, but surely if you watch Game of Thrones, you're a sci-fi, Lord of the Rings you know that's what Trekkie. Star Wars yeah. kind of person and so it's just never appealed to me and I'm now feeling like I've really missed out on something so I have never seen a Star Wars movie never seen a Lord of the Rings movie don't really know what Star Trek is but I love Game of Thrones it is so good do you Why? love Harry Potter I do love Harry that's true thanks for outing me I do love <laughs> Harry Potter yeah so my but, nanny yeah. number one Harry Potter fan Game of Thrones I mean she could barely sleep last but night but it is for really different reasons I have because like they're not really comparable so there's some like magical mystical stuff in Game of Thrones quite in the background different. but actually what you should read if you want to know more about it is there was a whole big thing about it in the Sunday Times Culture magazine last week like exact, explaining exactly why historians still watch Game of Thrones and like how it can still be really interesting for them because it's not like a bad 
replica of what happened because of course it's like completely different like you know there are dragons and mystical things but well, it you're is not a... selling it to me with the dragon but, but it's yeah, literally switching off okay i'll tell you what i'll tell you in one, in one reason in one but Astrid, do you not think sorry Charlotte, no, okay. but do you not think the fact that so many normal know, yeah. people like it that's the thing i've sort of dismissed it being like no no that's not for me i have watched it and i just yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I can't, I can't ignore that everyone's going so nuts yeah. for this I think the one reason it's good is because and, and this is why I like House of Cards as well for completely different reasons no character is safe and it's really refreshing to watch a show where that's the case because in so much TV or you know or movies you know that those those people aren't going to be killed off because they're the big budget actors yes, or they're the big names like, <gasps> like it's Claire Danes she's not going right anywhere. exactly yeah. whereas in Game of Thrones that is absolutely not the case they kill off the big names and like the big characters as well and that's what, and that's really okay. unusual and I think that's I just don't know if it's glamorous enough for me I like it's glamorous so or like the grit, basically one or the other. It's so explicit and so it's quite raunchy. Raunchy, yeah, it? yeah, it really is. Particularly the early, the early. Don't I associate with any of the characters. You know what I mean? Me too. Yeah. The scene I watched this was like back early mm. days was a dwarf getting a blowjob. Yeah, blow that's what it gets. So, 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 well, I'm going to save myself those sixty hours and I'm going <laughs> to give it a miss. Can we just talk about Love Island for a second? Can I ask Richard? Do you have to start? Can I start watching this? You have to start from the beginning. Start the beginning. And then six series tour. Yeah, there are ten episodes. I was like, don't do it, Georgie. Don't do it. You haven't got time. Uh, but can we just talk about Love Island oh, for a second? Is it finished yet? No. no it's not really. like, it's, 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 this time of week, Astrid will all be over, and you think we're depressed about someone jumping off the building, and just you wait until Love Island's over. It's so, really my theory that it's being extended is a load of shite. I was happy that Mike and Tyler hit the road. Yeah, time to go. I'm just really worried that Chris and Liv aren't going to work Me in the real too. world. I'm glad they're not. Share, Mike. I'm glad yeah. they're not. No, 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 but you don't understand. They're <laughs> oh, so bad. I didn't love each other so much. And surely Jess and Dunn in front of that, okay, is then they're going to get married. Yeah, I mean, they can grow off. They're so annoying. Can I just tell you that my friend works for Monster and Olivia is a grid girl. Mm, yes. And he their friends on Instagram mm. and she's one of their top two or something grid girls. Mm-hmm. And I was like, tell me everything you know. And anyway, unfortunately he couldn't tell me that much. Other than she is paid to have a lot of photos taken with people in the VIP section. Um but that she did really he said the fact that he knows that she did like massively have her heart broken by this guy who completely fucked her over. Yeah. Perhaps that explains her My boyfriend irrational behaviour Everything she does he's like she's been she's been well, But we he forgive her because she's pretty, that, don't we? And actually she's just complete drunk drunk. They clearly are just like so into each other. I know. So we really wish they could make it work. He's I know. so nice. He's, He's heaven, nice. isn't he? He's so, so dreamy. Anyway. <laughs> Let's talk about books. Tor, did you read anything good on holiday? Yes, I did. I think I was a bit late to the craze of this book, but like I know Charlotte, you read it last year. Um, but it was The Girls by Emma Klein. So I have never got around to read You say you're a bit late, but actually we don't all eat books for breakfast and actually a book might be really hot, but there's a new hot book every month. So, so true. If you're an average person. Yeah. Well, I haven't read Girls yet anyway. Um, the Girls. The so Girls. Yeah, so I just joined the book club actually and this is the one we were reading at the moment. I read it in two days. It is so good. Oh really? So, so it's not very good. long and it's a real patient. Um, no, yeah, it's really easy to read. Um, it's based on the Charles Manson affair from like, like late 60s. So it's like about a cult and it is brilliant. Really? It's really it reminded me of The Virgin Suicide. I don't know if you've read yeah. it. Yeah. Like that kind of like quite yeah. slow but also like quite twisted kind of vibe. It's so good. Really? Yeah. Okay. Like, I'm it, really it takes a while to get into it. I was like, oh my God, I can't read this. It's, like, it's all quite like sexual and a bit weird, but it's brilliant. Really good. Oh, thanks. Really That's going to go on my list. Yeah. Actually, tell you what else is on my list is, what is it called? Eleanor Oliphant is completely fine. Oh, yeah. Have you heard about this book? Oh, 
Harper Collins in her roundup of new books to read. I was drawn to that one as well. Yeah, and actually we had a meeting with Harper Collins, and the girl from Harper Collins came and she bought it, and she was like, "You've really got to read this. This is the book that everyone's talking about." It says she wears the same clothes to work every day, eats the same meal deal for lunch, buys the same two bottles of vodka. She's completely happy. Nothing's missing except sometimes everything. Anyway, apparently it's really good. So that's next. That's next. What about you, Charlotte? So I'm reading The Power by Naomi Alderman, and I mean it's been built as a feminist novel. It's basically about three women, one man, but they're they're kind of young, like early 20s, spread across the globe. And one day, all women in the world are suddenly gifted with a power to really, really hurt men physically. So that it's essentially like a a power to, yeah, just like a staple gun, to essentially kind of electrocute men through through their hands. Like they can really, really do them serious damage. So I think it's supposed to be, or it's developing into an allegory of like, what would happen if it were women who were in control and, you know, women who were, you know, had that physical ability to kind of suppress men a bit. Because it becomes this kind of, you know, it's, it's a kind of dystopic vibe where all the men suddenly are, ter- you know, completely fearful of the women and, and women have got this kind of run of the earth. So Nice flip on the Hamid's tail. Well, then. exactly, exactly. Wow. They're calling it kind of, yes, the, the modern progression from that. The antithesis. It, it, it is the antithesis, yeah. exactly. Um, and I'm yet to see kind of how it develops. I don't know if it will be kind of subverted and then it will actually end up being a bad thing for the women even though they have the power. I don't know what the conclusion will be. But Do we want the power? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But it's really interesting kind of mm. at the point at which I'm at to see, yeah, what's the way they've kind of chosen to portray that flip. I'm also reading um, The Ministry of Utmost Happiness, which is the new novel from Arundhati Roy. She wrote my favourite book of all time called God of Small Things. If you haven't read it, any of you, I mean, it is the most beautiful novel I've ever read. Um, and so this is, she's Indian and she is a kind of really famous political commentator on like the kind of troubles in India that both of these novels that I'm talking about are fiction. This has been a much awaited second novel from her. Okay. It's not as good so far, uh, I have to say. Yeah, it, yeah, I mean, that's the thing. I think she's become even more politicised since she wrote her first novel. But it's, I mean, it's it's a really interesting story. It's about a transgender, or it's actually about a hermaphrodite born on the streets of India in the 70s, life story. But it's been massively hyped because mm. it's a new release from a really kind of well-lauded author. Not convinced but yet, but I'll let you know. But there is something about novels set in India. I don't know what it is that, so, I don't know. Yeah, it just sort of draws a, you in, yeah. doesn't it? So, yeah, it just and actually, comes to life so much. Yeah, I'm actually reading as well, The God of Small Things. I mean, I started it at university. Is that one set in India as well? Well, yes, that's that's, yeah, it is beautiful. Like I get goosebumps thinking about it. It's the most beautiful novel. Yeah, really? seriously. Talking of India, um, Joanna Lomney's got another series oh, about yeah. India. Um, has anyone seen it? I've seen like a bit of it. One yeah. I haven't yet. There's something about her that's so sort of captivating. Yeah. So yeah. her voice, she's, I think yeah. it is. She's such a so like, dinner party guest. Have you yes, yeah, yeah. 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 You kind of want her to be your godmother, I think. Yes, she'd be amazing. Let's talk about friendship because we wrote a piece on the site about friendships and what to deal when. Um, things start to turn sour with friends. And I think that the point I wanted to bring up was, and it was something someone said to me years ago, was that when you get towards your 30s, I remember this girl saying to me, you have to cut the dead wood because the friends that you make when you're at university or in your early 20s when you get to London or whatever it is, um, are not necessarily people that you want to be friends with as you get older because you change the most from the age of kind of 20 to 30 than you do at any other time of your life. And so suddenly you're left with all these friends not that much time so everyone's busy and people you don't have that much in common with so I remember her saying you've got to cut the dead wood and I actually it always like stuck with me we had a friend and I won't go into the details but we had some friends and actually we had a couple of dinners with them and we're just like do you know what Just we're just like really we don't have a lot in common now we went and it was a Friday night and at 10 o'clock he was like yeah I've got a swimming lesson he turned down a second glass of wine he was taking his child swimming at sort of 10am the next day and we were like no I mean <laughs> and then we had another dinner and they came to us and oh it was anyway we were just like no enough's enough and 
I, I think that's okay. It's definitely it? okay. That happens. I think sometimes, you know, you connect with a person for like for one reason, but sometimes too much water passes under the bridge mm. and actually you haven't got that much in common mm. and your lives go in different directions. Yeah. And I remember a great friend of mine's mother who very sadly is not around anymore and I remember her saying to me, Oh, how's so and so? And we'd kind of seen them on holiday a few years in a row and I'd always been with this person. She's like, How's so and so? And I said to her, I was like, Do you know it's really sad? I was like, I'm not really in touch with her anymore. That sounds awful, doesn't it? And I remember she said to me, It's not awful at all. That's life. She's like people come in and out of your life at different points. She's like, you never know your paths might cross again. Mm. And I always I've always remembered her saying that. Mm. I think I don't know, I maybe I'm not there yet because I'm still in my mid twenties, but I am definitely more cutting the people when I say like, you know, who don't give me anything, I don't mean from in a one sided way, but actually you you start to learn what you want out of a friend as well. Mm. So it doesn't have to just be, you know, the things that you've got to comment. Actually, some people you just realise actually I really don't like that about you. I don't like the way you behave in these circumstances or the way you treat somebody else or respond to something. And actually all of the friends that I have kind of shared over the last few years have been for those reasons because I thought actually I only want really good quality people good quality people it sounds so judgmental yeah. but you know what I mean people who mm. I get a positive vibe yeah. from in my life and I don't want people Absolutely. who are negative around me but that really should, made an effort yeah but that should 100% be the case mm. like if, if you don't get pleasure out of being with someone then yes frankly exactly. life's too short but like, time's like, too precious but also you know you can have, it's difficult with some people it's not kind of black and white because I've got a couple of friends who are such fun or you know so great for some reasons but you can't yeah and I think you have different friends for different yeah. reasons mm. Exactly. Don't you? Yes. And some friends you're more likely to go out with. Yes. Other friends you're more likely to just have a hot heart exactly. with. And mm-hmm. I think that's okay as well. Yeah. But you have to get something out of it. Both sides. My mum always says that friends should be like radiators, not drains. Mm. Yeah. Like like that. That. Yeah. You know, you've got a friend that's always bringing you down. Like yeah. you see them and actually don't think you had the best time. Yeah. And I was like, well, don't waste your time. Yeah. That's just too short. Yeah. You know? too short. Yeah. Like we say, we're always complaining about not having enough time to do stuff. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So don't waste it with people who but don't. The other thing I was talking to my brother about this is on Sunday, actually. I think the friends you make later in life, you have more in common with because you sort of choose to be friends with them. So like now if I meet a mum who I become friends with is because she's fun and she's got good chat and I like her company and you kind of you go out to make that friendship happen. My school friends on paper we have like so little in common as in I love them more than I love any of my friends because we've got his, you're thrown together and you've got so much history. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, exactly the same. Yeah. And also and do you, do you find this as well that the, my school friends and I drifted for quite a long time and then actually once you kind of settle down they are now back once again my like ride or die yeah. like yeah. best 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 friends. Yeah. Yeah. So, so true. true. And my uni friends will never be as, like, as close yeah. as my yeah. It's yeah. a good point actually yeah. when I because I quite want my girls to go to a co-ed school because I have this theory that they're less likely to become anorexic or I don't know just we used to sit there and count how many pieces of cheese we've eaten that week because we didn't have anything else to do whereas I have this belief that if you've got boys around boys don't want to hear that crap they're not interested in bitching just get out and play sport Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds and they're ready to ship to your door Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Good evening. 
know, so I have this real thing that I want my girls to go to a co-ed school. But on the flip side, that's such a good point that the friendships you make are just so special. Like, I look at my friends from London and, like, some of them don't even have childhood friends anymore and it makes me so yeah, sad because my um, school friends are my best friends yeah. and I know they will be for life yeah. yeah but I think it's the same for boys actually I think the ones that went to all boys schools like yeah. my brothers they're still yeah my, my dad my dad's, my dad's career is the same since he was seven yeah. literally really? yeah oh, wow. we went to school together yeah. went on to uni yeah let's talk about saving money oh, oh. because I, well I want to talk about this yeah. I want to bring this up because you know as much as one thinks a pay rise is going to make all the difference and you know if I just earn that much more my life's going to change and I'll have more money to play with etc ultimately however much you earn it's not enough isn't it it's that whole kind of buddhism thing we're never happy because we're always wanting and you mm. get what you want then you want the next thing you want the next thing yeah so, so ultimately irrespective of what you earn it's not enough everyone has to budget whether they earn 20 grand a year or 100 grand a year and so this was a piece about some easy ways to budget how do you all budget i mean i'm married to an accountant who is a serious budgeter mm-hmm. when he get my mum always said it's because my accountant died and they won't come home and tell you that they've lost everything <laughs> yeah, that's true. okay mm-hmm. that's um point. but he used to go to the cash point take out hundred pounds a week, whatever it was, and that had to last him till Friday. Yeah, that's, and that's, I do that. That's quite good. Yeah. And that's quite yeah. good. Yeah. 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 I did that at uni. Did yeah. you? Yeah. Because yeah. when you're at uni, you literally yeah. like are on deadlines. Yeah. So. And yeah. also, like, a twenty pound note would like be like a night out. With yeah. 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 God, not when you're days. So, how do you all budget? Do you have any tricks or tips that you would pass on? Well, I always run out of money, but what I do do, that big tip that people always say, I save at the beginning of the month. So that as soon as I get paid, money goes into savings. Not like big life savings. Like, I save at the beginning of the month to make sure that I always have something banked. You know, they say that you should always have, like, X amount of times your salary in the account. So I never, ever go, like, under my monthly yes, salary say, in think, my savings. I think Marin Somerset Webb said you need, is it three months worth yeah, of salary like or that. six? It was one or the other. She's like, you should all... Yeah have that somewhere exactly. just in case the worst happens so yeah I'm not quite that good Gosh, but yeah no, I may, I have a limit at that. so I have a line and it like absolutely categorically doesn't go below that line so I use that fund for like holidays or whatever and it goes in at the very beginning of the month and that yeah. way even if I dip into it towards the end of the month there's a line that it just kind of a threshold yeah that's my rule yeah good rule I think mm-hmm. do you have any rules no <laughs> they're going ah, no. the, the only thing I'm I would say I'm anal about is food shopping like I, I'm so strict with what I buy and how I buy it yes. and like and this that point there I know it's makes me sound like such a loser but I think that you can save so you can waste your meals. I think that's a really good point. So much money. I remember when we lived in Fulham and we lived near um, a Sainsbury's local, like we used to come out the tube and there it was. Dangerous. And you you go into Sainsbury's and you've just spent 15 quid on, you went in for two things and you spent 15 Mm -hmm. quid. Mm -hmm. And actually that's really dangerous isn't it and mm. you just can churn through money like that those so, right. are so expensive as well yeah you, know, you go pick up some salmon something else something else it's like you know 15 yeah. quid mm-hmm. yeah absolutely so the other thing that i thought was a good one was to ditch the extras so perhaps you don't need a tv license and a netflix account and a magazine subscription and something else and actually that's such a good point because there are a lot of businesses who very cleverly make something five quid a month or whatever it is a month and actually those little things add up and i am married to the accountant who when the golf's on he'll upgrade our sky when the golf's finished your dad radar sky and i remember my dad going you what you're getting rid of sky because the golf's finished but actually those and he will always say if you look after pennies looks after pounds mm-hmm. actually i think that's mm-hmm. that's quite a good point and i kind of really respect that he mm-hmm. takes that attitude yeah. the other thing that i refuse to have is a credit card i think that me was too. Too. I yeah. me and james have a joint credit card which we use for like yeah, yeah. And, emergency stuff like that. yeah. and yeah if there was an emergency i could use yeah. it but yeah i, I think it's such a slippery slope mm-hmm. to get i agree with you the only thing i would say is being married to an accountant again he would say you should put everything on a credit card because then you save interest on the money that's in your account and you build a credit rating account as well. yeah. Yeah. Um, but you have to pay it off at the end of every month yeah. Yeah. I, mean, that's, I remember when I met him and I had a credit card that 
I hadn't paid off and the first thing he made me do was pay off the credit card but I, I know what you mean not everyone has that willpower but actually for cash flow purposes you absolutely should use a credit card I don't need a labour draft I'm not prepared I'm to save a debt I'm seriously not yeah, yeah I know debt is so mm-hmm. easy there's a good book on money called Rich Dad Poor Dad have you ever heard it? no should read it or buy it for your boyfriends it's a really good book okay basically talks about you're like this that your property is not your biggest asset it's your biggest liability and anyway it's just a very mm. interesting look on things and I read it years ago Josie let me read it Give it to my brother say all of this it's really good rich dad poor dad let's talk about getting a job in fashion it's where we work but it's kind of up there when it comes to sort of dream careers maybe careers that are on a pedestal aren't they and, and lots of um girls want to work in fashion and it's pretty well like most things these days it's pretty competitive and this piece was about how you get into fashion what advice would you give to people um, who wanted to get into the fashion industry or publishing? So, well, I thought there were just some really valuable takeaways from this. I mean, a lot of it's applicable to kind of any career, isn't it? It was like, you know, intern in every bit of the industry and try everything. And I, I know I did that. I did loads of like PR internships and I can't remember what else, you know, other bits, you know, that ended up, they give you a bigger picture. So you end up in different places. The one that I liked best was Charlotte Simone's Start Small. I think yeah. that's so true. I think, you know, so many people come out of uni and they kind of have this vision. And I think perhaps it's a millennial trait as well that we all think, I'm going to do this and I want to work here. But actually, that's, you can get so much more valuable experience. When, like, even compared to my friends in other industries who work at like big And just, just to clarify what you mean, Start Sorry. Small, she means start in a smaller company yes. where you can add value. Exactly. You know, so I have so many friends in different industries who are kind of lost in their systems. and somewhere smaller you're given so many more opportunities yeah. and I think that's such valuable advice yeah, yeah I do too and actually that's probably that's what both you and I yeah. did and how we kind of got to where we are and yeah as you say like in those small companies you are literally doing everything mm-hmm. you're, yeah. you're paying your your wages basically yeah, so. yeah you're so right it's funny because people come and intern here and I think some of them who haven't interned before don't realise they're actually like learning actual skills that they can put on their CV you know they're learning how to use a content management system and they're learning what affiliate marketing means and they're learning how digital publishing business actually works but yet they have this sort of dream of going and working at some big magazine where ultimately they'll just end up packing clothes all day mm-hmm. or doing returns exactly. yeah. yeah someone once told me when I was interning I did a lot of interning you know you're better off doing a week at like farmer's monthly than like Vogue because mm. I don't know that stuck in my head so so <laughs> clearly and it's true maybe like, not farmer's monthly <laughs> yeah, <laughs> whatever chapters are us <laughs> yeah but you know just Yes. kind of get get down and don't be afraid to like yeah. get down in the nitty gritty and mm-hmm. that this quote here is like do you know, don't moan that is just the key yeah. yes. have a good attitude and just get on with anything be nice ask people if they want a cup of tea yeah. Yeah. make yourself known yeah. like yeah. the yeah. amount of interns we have walk through the door who literally forget after five minutes yeah. and, and the ones and the ones who you remember like Danny like Eve who now have jobs here I mean they're the interns that intern for us Maddie yeah and we love them Louisa yeah and it only takes one person to give you that you, break so and also the bar is so low like just be friendly and make yeah. tea and you know just be nice and chatty yeah. that's it our bar is and be so interested low. as well yeah. I think yeah. Yeah. ask questions yeah. Yeah. no one ever does not too many but um, I think the other point is if, try and do try and do lots of them you know try and get a taste of different things I think everyone has this idea that they want this particular mm-hmm. job but actually there are so many different elements to the fashion world um, and there are a lot of girls who have this dream of becoming a writer for example and it is bloody difficult to get a job as a writer now as a journalist and unless you are so good and so driven and you know really prepared to graft and graft and graft and graft I think there are other areas that can be Mm. just as rewarding Mm -hmm. 
Um, and also, I think to try and do kind of a month, to me that's like, I think a week isn't enough to yeah. really learn and be valuable and make a mark on a business. You don't want to go somewhere for six months where they take advantage. I'm horrified sometimes at the girls I meet who are like, oh yeah, well, I've been interning for half six months or something, yeah. and it's some shoe designer. I'm pretty sure it's illegal. Yeah, yeah it's illegal, exactly, yeah. Yeah, I think no. it is actually now. Mm-hmm. Um, but people still do it. Mm-hmm. And obviously, I mean, it's, it's not easy to intern, especially if you don't have parents that live in London and stuff. So, you know, you've got to take that one opportunity you have and yeah. really run with it because yeah. then it might be your last option. Yeah. yeah. But then people would say, oh, it's so, you know, it's such a middle class thing and you have to have parents who can fund you. And I always defend that by saying, I remember the first intern we ever had at Sherlock's, Vicky, lovely Vicky. And actually, Harriet was the same. And Vicky used to work in a bar in the evenings. She'd intern for us and then she'd leave and like rush the train to work in a bar. I mean, she left us, went to Amanda Wakely, then went to Arcadia, and she's now got a great career. And I think, well, that's, I don't know. Was completely independent, and yeah, I did all those shitty jobs. I took time out and then became a receptionist at a chartered surveyors company. <laughs> literally, but I had my time. Like I knew I'm going to go there for X amount of months. I'm going to save all my money, and then I'm going to go back and do internships, and it worked out. So yeah, it does pay off in the end. You've just got to be driven. Yeah. And quite realistic about it I think yeah agreed talking about careers inspiration we wrote a piece on this new platform I guess called Masterclass which I thought was quite interesting actually and the whole premise is if you want to learn something new then why not learn it from a master and whether it's cooking or fashion or sport imagine having the best of the best as your personal tutor that's what Masterclass does and the site is basically redefining online courses and it gives you access to industry leaders for £100 I think it's a tutorial £95 a class it says and they're like between two (coughs) and five hours long so it's quite a lot of content oh I thought it was an hour well okay so time who's recording our podcast he doesn't want to be on the podcast it's just telling us exactly how it works because she's done it and she bought a course for £95 uh, for a filmmaking course which was six hours long but there are courses from Gordon Ramsay Diane von Furstenberg Serena Williams I think Kevin Spacey it's quite cool I think it's really cool cool. but it's not cheap you know you've got to really want to hear from that person I don't think it's that expensive I think like people of this calibre that's quite a normal I think it's a good amount if it's six hours then I, I thought it was like an hour and I was going to say actually I think that's quite steep but anyway I think it's really interesting there's also Christina Aguilera if you want to learn to sing <laughs> she could teach me to sing in tune for 95 quid and that would be <laughs> seriously really good value um, <laughs> James Patterson Steve, Mar- Steve Martin if you want to learn comedy if you think he's funny knock yourself out who would sell it to you so if you were going to part with 95 quid for a course from a kind of master mm. so to me I think it's all about that one person who's going to give me what I need it's, it's, it, you've got to have that connection haven't you they've got to fill that gap what would do it for you I, I mean like, someone that we mentioned in the copy Gordon Ramsay I would 100% pay money to listen to like a cook or a chef would you yeah definitely I, mean, I would be fascinated by that but that's more like a hobby than no well like, that's a good reason yeah I think I would mm, yeah I, I was thinking about this and I was like who would I choose and I was thinking of all these like amazing editors and people in the fashion industry and stuff but I don't know if I would pay money for that I think I'd go more down the hobby route and mm-hmm. I don't know pay to listen to like an amazing life story of a musician or something like really? that I don't know I do think that I think for me it's about it is about people it is about people in the industry like yeah, and, and, and it's really it's really cliched but yeah it would yeah. have to be Anna Winter or Natalie Massonet yes. or Natalie Massonet would be interesting I don't know how well I think it's people like from Anna Winter just her personality I don't know what she'd like but what, how that she thinks makes a successful journalist publication mm-hmm. I think the benefit is people who are slightly more they're enigmas 
is otherwise uh, you know somebody yeah. so for example Alexandra Shaw Morgan interests me because I can listen to her Desert Island Discs and read her book Anna Wintour quite private about whatever it is leadership style how to get into the industry yes, how to Alex impress Shulman, people whatever it may be but Alex Shulman hasn't she's not at any point sat down and said this is what made very successful if you are a publisher today or you're starting your own publication these are the elements that go together yeah. and but I suppose the thing with this is you don't know that you would get that out of this either do you no I think it's really interesting and I, I think it's worth a look and there may well be someone that you go yes that person is worth the money so let's talk about beauty for a bit as we've got you here tour um you wrote a piece on eight beauty swaps to make this summer because it's not just our wardrobes that need a change with the seasons what to you are the products that you you really genuinely i mean i know there's lots of theory but what products do you consciously change yeah. yourself when it's hot summertime so the biggest thing for me um in the summer is definitely your base switch up a base um i in the winter tend to wear quite a heavy foundation but a tinted moisturizer a bb cream anything like that i think is it will make such a difference and most of them have um, SPF as well which is great I um, use the Givenchy BB cream um, which is not it's not what you think it is everything, everyone thinks BB creams are really kind of thin and don't give much coverage but this one is really good um, it's about 30 quid but it does go a very long way and I'm wearing it now I don't know yeah it looks really mm. pretty it's got a bit has it, yeah. has it got a glow in it or it does it? a little bit yeah yeah it's really nice but there are so many out the Clarins one is, I really rate that one as well and that Clarins is really good I bought that at the airport once it's really good um, by chance and it's really I nice I agree I'm not a tinted moisturiser BB cream fan at all I'm full coverage all the way mm-hmm. And yeah, that Clarence. Is that the one in the red bottle? Uh, that's the aging, white, the, the aging one, but there's also like a it's white It's the same, but it's yeah. aging. Yeah. And it smells really good, and it's quite thin, but it does give it's you good really coverage, nice. doesn't it? And I actually sometimes mix that one with my foundation. Do you? Like in, just like in your hand. Mm-hmm. The product that I keep banging about, so I'll be quick, but it's just that Origins. Um, the one that changed the yeah, that, yeah, the tinted moisturiser. I just can't get Have you got it on stick? Yeah. It looks really good. It's really it's nice, isn't it? Yeah. And I, and it's just so clever that it's one so shade. Clever. Yeah. I don't really get how that technology works, but anyway. It takes out all magic. the back of the ever looking orange or the wrong yeah. colour, doesn't it? Yeah, it's amazing. Anyone else? What changes do you make? I mean, base, yes, is the obvious one. Moisturisers and oils. I, in the winter, I tend to use like a really deep, intense. Um, moisturiser once or twice a week but in the summer no I just go with a regular do you? because I, I just wake up greasy and gross yeah. so I yeah. sometimes even just wear much just a bit of serum and no moisturiser I don't really wear moisturiser in the day I always think well, you don't need that, but you don't need both. This yes. is more at night time when, when I go But you change it at night, do you? Even in the summer, you wear something lighter at night. I always use like the same one year round, but in the winter, when my skin's a bit drier, I always use a really intense one, maybe twice right. a week. Right. Um, but I just don't need, need to in the summer. Okay. And also, on holiday, just now, I made a real effort to look after my hair, and it really does pay off. Really? Really pays yeah, off. Nice. So I used to come, it was a, a bed head, like a TG bed head spray that had a UV filter like all the time on the beach and by the pool and I use this Philip Kingsley swim cap which I'm obsessed I, with that it's really? so good so really? I put that on like in the morning on my dry hair like all over and then just like put it up in a bun and then when you swim stuff it just protects your hair and then you shower in the evening as normal and it just stops all the chlorine and the salt getting into your hair it's worth doing that isn't it's it so I've not done yeah, and it also keeps your hair really slick back and it doesn't go frizzy yeah because my hair goes quite wild in the sea or in the pool because I've got quite curly hair and um, yeah it just make, makes me feel much more confident throughout mm. the day I can go to lunch and mm. same so I you just straight it back yeah. straight it back or it just goes into kind of like beachy waves mm. so okay really recommend that Charlotte anything you do only perfume but I do, is that really obvious do you guys do that as well oh, I, wear, I definitely do uh, yeah, yeah. But I wear really heavy masculine perfumes in the winter like a spread little summer fragrance yeah that's quite right it's, it's a bit much isn't it if someone's got yeah. a really yeah. strong fragrance on in the summer I think lip I think as well that the lip is you know an obvious one as well mm-hmm. isn't it whatever you can wear a fun lip colour 
send some of those notes. Absolutely. On the beauty note, uh, you did a piece on how much beauty product you should use. I asked you to do this because I had a friend who worked for L'Oreal and she once said you need something like a walnut size. I can't remember what it was, but it was a tiny amount of something like shampoo or whatever it was. Mm. And I was like, really? And so I thought it would be interesting to find out, mm. to put on paper what the right amounts were. And um, just to put that into context, said cleanser, 50p sized amount, exfoliating scrub, almond size, face mask, 50p sized amounts. Toner, a few drops is plenty. Moisturiser, I thought was interesting. Two peanuts worth. Nothing. Absolutely yeah. nothing. I mean, I go through my moisturiser so fast. Yeah. And it actually makes you realise. And the one I thought, well, that everyone notoriously like overapplies is eye cream. It's so tempting just to like put the same amount of moisturiser, but your eye, this skin here is so delicate. Mm. And if you do wake up with puffy eyes, it could, it's often because you put too much eye cream on. Or just don't bother with eye cream. Sorry, I always know about this. But <laughs> someone said to me years ago, no, I disagree. I someone love said to me years ago, don't bother with eye cream. You don't need it. There's enough moisture within your eye socket. And I have to say, Amanda Harrington slightly agreed. The product in the whole list that you say you should use the most of was conditioner, which was quite nice to hear given that conditioner is fairly cheap. So it said that if you have long hair, you should aim for a golf size ball amount. So that's quite a lot. I actually do that. Yeah, me I too. Do. Yeah. We have long, quite a lot of hair. So. Yeah, I have so much hair. My hair gets really dry as well. It's good. I do. I never do anything on tours list. And I actually <laughs> well, they get, but versus long hair, shampoo that needs a walnut sized amount. Yeah, so I use equal part shampoo conditioner. Oh, so you've got to yeah. up your conditioner. Anyway, some money saving tips there in the form of how much beauty products yeah, exactly. you should be using so that's it for this week if you have any feedback then do email podcast at sheerlux.com and if you like that then do please review us and rate us on iTunes see you next week hold up what was that Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.